Hey. It's about that time, everybody turn your TVs on. The Moe's Nose, Peachy Breezy, and Fed of God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at all. We two gorilla silver back, nah, silver. You know it's busting the discussion, cause we get it in. Every time, you know we grinding, I was eight to ten. We always play to win, the faithful going hard. It's Wayne, Breezy, Peachy, Moe's Nose, and Fed of God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, it's the line of style. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line of style. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the line of style. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line of style. Line of talk, nitty gritty, it's the line of style. Here at that time, I don't know. I, I, at this point, I just want to make sure. It is what it is. What's going on, folks? What's going on, Fear Man? How y- how y'all doing, man? Chilling, man. I'm I'm kind of low energy, but uh, always good to be on with my family. So I, I feel like the energy gonna pick up in a second. That's what's up. That's what's up. We are gonna get that energy right. I hope. I hope that's my goal. My goal is to get Mo's energy mid to high by the end of this show. I'm gonna say something. Some something gonna slip out my mouth. I promise. Fear, what's good? <laughs> Everything, man. Everything's great. It uh, is. You know, Monday is uh, conquered, and I'm here with y'all, man. I miss y'all. I'm ready to talk about these Niners. Yeah, we got, we haven't talked a minute about the 49ers, man. It's been a minute, like you know what I'm saying. And since then, the 49ers have gone on a seven game winning streak. Uh, they've clinched the NFC West. Uh, what else have they done? They're they're making Pro Bowl records. You got six players, I think, in the Pro Bowl. Uh, we, we got a lot to catch up on. What's going on, everybody out there? Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all the members of the channel, all the subscribers to the channel. One time, Foghorn for y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. I see everybody in the building. Boats, Jacqueline, Melissa, Raphael, five six two. All the Eddie G, West Coast Kings, Fire Rob. I gotta, I gotta get to know what that name means. Who we firing? Christie's in the building. Shout out to all the members that are subscribed to the channel. We truly appreciate everybody. All right, man. Look. Guys, you know where to follow. Listen, it's right here, the Wayne Breezy channel. Make sure you hit that like button first and foremost. Hit the thumbs up. Also, streaming on Moses' channel. So if you already haven't subscribed to his channel and you're watching it on the Wayne Breezy channel, make sure you open up another link. Go ahead, subscribe to his channel, hit that button. And don't forget to hit the likes up on his joint too. You can watch at the same time on both channels simultaneously. You know what I'm saying? But guys, man, it's good to be back. Peachy should be joining us very shortly. I know she's not. She's a little bit under the weather. So hopefully she'll be here or or whatnot. Uh, She already sent me a message. Uh, Guys, a lot of stuff is going down. Let's talk about the 49ers uh, and clinching the NFC West, man. What does that mean to you? Uh, Let's start with Moe's and then Fair. What does that mean to you? 49ers have clinched the West, baby. They're the best in the West. Uh, clinching the West for me is two things. One is dominance over our division. Two, automatic ticket into the dance. And that's all we need. All we need is an invitation. Once we get the invitation, it's up to us to make the most of it. Uh, we have a good track record of that. Although this is a new year, this will bring new challenges, new obstacles. But all we wanted was a ticket to the dance, and we punched ours. Love it. Love it. Fair, man. Give me some, give me some fear to God insight, man. How you feeling about clinching the West, bro? I mean, I feel like it, it's dope. It's it's awesome, um, but still some some things left out there that we need to, you know, 
take care of and some things that we kind of left on the table, I feel like. But it's good to clinch. It's good to know that we are definitely the ones representing the West. And, you know, it's just a testament to, to of this team, of the, the coaching staff, of, you know, kind of where we were at the beginning of the year compared to how we're rolling now. Yeah, like, look, it's it's another notch on a belt. Um, I, be- I believe that that was the goal. That was their mentality from the jump. Yo, like, let's just let's just clinch the West and then we could write our own ticket. You know, the 49ers, their whole job is writing their own tickets to the dance. Right. And that's what they've been doing. If we go back to the season, guys, let's go back to week one. Right. I wonder how many of the faithful and I know it wasn't us, but I want to know how many of the faithful were just a little bit nervous about week one. Right. Trey, you know, Trey Lance didn't look too good out there. We lost to the Chicago Bears. They can't seem to beat any team in the NFL, uh, but they beat us. You know what I'm saying? And so that game looked like it was about to be really bad for the 49ers. We are going to have a, a detrimental season. But then week two, we go out there against the division rivals, right? Trey Lance starts the game. Unfortunately, he's lost for the season. Jimmy comes in and lights their ass. Lights their, fire, lights their ass on fire. You know what I'm saying? And we like, oh, snap. We won and won. And then week three came. Let's just, this is just a little quick trip down memory lane because we was all in our feelings. Everybody, we like, uh, we, we're confused, Kyle. You're Carl Thomas. Uh, which one? Which song? I'm emotional. And, and I can't, I can't, let, can't go. let go. I'm just trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to hold on to you. And we right. couldn't figure it out, bro. We, we go into Denver. We lose a crazy game 12 to 10, y'all. Mm. 11 to 10, wasn't it? 11 to 10, whatever it was. It was one one point, yo. I'm telling you, the 49er faithful emotions have been on a roller coaster. Now I'm on my Vivian Green. Emotion, no roller coaster. (laughs) Right? To make a long story short. (laughs) I tell you, we got to get most men to high. That's the whole goal of the show. We 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 do that. It's a family show. We ain't getting Mo's. Um, we can do them the mid part, not the other. <laughs> I get high, high, high every night. Every day. High, high, high. Every oh, night. High, high, high. Yo, what was that sample, bro? Uh huh. Oh, I I got. I would have to look that up. I know I, it is one. That was a sample, but that was so dope. Anyway, mm-hmm. shout out to Styles P. But now nah, think think about where we're going from this because. Right. A few of us, a few of the faithful really, really, truly believe that this team is going to figure it out. And that's what we try to do on our platforms. We try to say, guys, give it time. It's got to gel. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to figure it out. As much Jimmy Garoppolo kind of put the 49ers back on some type of a high, right? That we're going to keep, we're going to rock with that word. He got the 49ers back to winning and, and, and on a streak. And then he goes down. And then it's Brock Purdy time. And I don't know about y'all, but I got to get y'all like this is this is the third game that you and you and you and you and you, you I got music for days. Get out of my head. This is the third game that y'all got a chance to witness Purdy. I, I got to get y'all thoughts on it because some people say, oh, it was the first game. Ah, whatever. He didn't start the game. Then it was, uh, let's see how he's going to go against this Tampa Bay defense. After that, I was a believer. Yes, I'm a believer. I, I became a believer <laughs> after Tampa. Once he went up against that D and, de- and demolished it, 
that's when I'm saying I'm all in on Purdy. I got to get from you. Let's go with Fear, then let's go with Moe's, man. Got to get yes. what y'all think. And then we're going to shout out to our, we got two new members of the channel. Just next time, just say the whole thing like a tribe called Quest. He demolished the defense. <laughs> um, so, yeah. <laughs> nah, but you, you're right, man. It's crazy to see again, um, going back to like preseason, we're talking about some of the intangibles, some of the things that he was doing that none of the other two quarterbacks were doing, right? We, we noticed a few things from Purdy, uh, the pocket movement, manipulation, things like that, that he was doing. And all of that has been on display. Um, what we didn't know is the moxie. What we didn't know was the confidence that this dude had and, and the belief that within the system, he could flourish. I mean, you know, you hear the players talking about it. You heard Fred Warner talking about, you know, this dude plays against the number one defense every week. He's going to be good. Don't, we ain't worried about him. We just got to do what we got to do. We know that Purdy's going to be all right. So when you actually see it and you actually witness it with your own two eyes, you're like, man, this this thing is like a well-oiled machine. And, you know, I remember at the beginning, folks were saying, even that first full game, right, everybody was saying, like, oh, does Kyle put a leash on Brock? And does Kyle, you know, not allow him to, to do some of the things that Jimmy was doing? Um, Why? Why? He's playing with house money. There's nothing worse that can go on. We're already down to our third stringer. Like, let it fly. And that's just what Kyle's been doing, man. You see uh, uh, Brock pump faking one way, pump faking another way, hitting Kittle down the middle for a touchdown. You see him, you know, um, uh, going off script and, and making, delivering the ball downfield to open receivers. It's, it's a thing of beauty to see. And I just got to love that confidence that Brock is showing so far uh, after only two starts in the league. Most love to know your thoughts on the on the party. Three games. You got three games. Is that enough for you? Uh, for for me, three games is enough of a sample size because we don't need Brock Purdy to do much. Okay. We don't need him to be in in the words of Kendrick Lamar. Brock Purdy is not your savior. Hey, like, so we don't. <laughs> as long as we connect musically, that's all that matters. Right now. <laughs> like we don't, we don't, we don't need him to come in and be our savior. But at the same time, he's also giving us a level of quarterback play. Let's be perfectly honest. And this is no shot to Trey. This is no shot to Jimmy. This is a level of quarterback play that we have not seen yet because of that moxie that Fair talked about. I I love the leadership to know that. This young kid is in the huddle and, and, and get the beat ready. He's telling veterans to shut the up and pay attention. Like he's yelling at veterans to tell them to get they together. Let's let's go. Like he's yelling at vets. And it's like it's dead serious. It, it, it ain't no ain't no cracking in his voice. This this ain't this ain't a, a puberty moment where he like God guys come on no he like hey let's go shut up let's go pay attention here's the play get focused like this is this is what he's bringing and the guys are responding to it and Fair talked about how you know Kyle is playing with house money because it's his third string quarterback I agree with that a thousand percent but also what Purdy is doing is producing. Mm -hmm. He has he has more down the field throws of twenty plus yards. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. In three games, uh, uh, then Jimmy has all year. So not only are we playing with house money, 
We don't have any reason to put this kid on a leash. We also have the number one defense that's playing lights out, holding teams to under 15 points a game, and sometimes under that. You got this kid who's producing well. Mm. And, and, and like you said, Breezy, if there was any game that proved it to me, it was the Bucks game. Mm-hmm. Not not just be, not just because it was a, against Tom Brady, not just mm-hmm. because of against that defense. Mm-hmm. There was a, a bigger emotional pull to that game. His family was in the stands. Yes. First time watching him in an NFL game. His first ever NFL start. Mm-hmm. And he's playing so well early on that the stadium is so, is Purdy, Purdy, Purdy. His father is in the stadium hearing his namesake, seeing his son produce so well that the stadium erupts in the chant of his last name that it draws him to tears. For you to play through something like that and not have that emotion get you too high or too low to where you can't focus, but to be able to play through that, play consistently through that, stay poised through that, that showed me a lot about this kid. I got to add a couple of things on to what both of you guys said. Uh, you talked about Purdy, you know, his leadership abilities, the fact that he's like, you know, he's out to the, to the you know, the veterans I'm, and captains on top of that. Purdy, he's nowhere near a captain as far as wearing a C on his patch, but he's definitely a captain by nature, right? Uh, did you see the post-game interview, the Seattle game, when he told Kittle that he talked too much? I think he meant that shit. Like, I really yeah. think he really felt like, and he wasn't, he said he was playing, but you know how, you know. All how good you, jokes contain All good jokes contain truth. Come on, fair. Come on, bro. I just wanted y'all to complete that for me, bro, because Kittle was like, oh, really? Like, that's how you feel? He's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm just playing with you. But nah, sometimes, you know what, Kittle, just shut up. We got this, bro. And shout out to Purdy and Kittle, because that connection and a lot of people, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll slight to this. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to Kittle and the, and, and, the, and the feels great baby T-shirt that he put on the T. We'll get to that because a lot of people felt some type of way about that. Um, but the connection that they're building, because the connection in that Seattle game was ridiculous. And you knew it was coming because in the game before that, in the game against Tampa, they started connecting. Now, Kittle didn't finish the game with a lot of yards, but he started the game, which means who usually on a team is a quarterback's best friend. The tight end. The tight end. Right. <laughs> you saw it. You saw it happening. Mo, second point I wanted to talk about. You talked about uh Fair talked about his moxie. And then Mo's, you talked about that emotional ride. I got something even better for y'all because I think this is better than Moxie and the emotional ride. It might not be better, but it's definitely an additive that you can add to this equation. Let's talk about this kid's grit and toughness, bro. Yeah. On the first play of the game, he gets his obliques hurt, like damaged. And only because of something called adrenaline, he just like bump it. I'm gonna go out there and keep playing. I'm not. I'm not walking out from this game. Like I, the level of toughness from these 49er quarterbacks, you know, even Jimmy Garoppolo, I gotta give him some credit because this level of toughness definitely upgraded from that 2020 year where he was like, ah, I'm gonna make a business decision and I'm not gonna come back and play. I was really ticked off about him from that high ankle sprain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. 2021, he played. 
This year he gets hurt. He got hurt, obviously, but he played through the injury in 2021. Got us all the way to the NFC Championship with the team. I will say that the defense, if the defense was as good as it is now than it was in 2021, with Jimmy Garoppolo's injuries, we would have been in the Super Bowl and we would have beat the snot out of Cincinnati. I mean, snot. I, I really feel that. Back to Purdy, though, the fact that he has this grit is some things you can't teach these players. And I think all the intangibles that you guys are talking about, grit might be that number one thing that you can't teach. And this kid is playing out there, whether he's injured, not injured. We don't know if he's in pain, not in pain. We don't know. He knows. Only he knows the tolerance. That Only he knows the pain that he can tolerate and things like that. But the fact that in this Seattle game, he played injured and controlled the game. There was no, there was not a chance in this game where anybody, including Seattle Seahawks fans, thought they were going to win this game. Not one chance. Purdy literally dominated the game, and I guarantee you, if it wasn't pouring down, well, whatever it was doing in that second, like if it wasn't, they would have continued to. It didn't rain, but they would have continued to dominate. But they didn't have to because Purdy became then the game manager, which is what you want to see him do. Can you close out this game for us, Purdy? Yeah, as long as you put Jordan Mason in, you close out the game for sure. And that's what they did. That's what they did. And, yeah, the defense gave up that touchdown late game. And and let's flip to that Seattle game. Let's get to the Seattle game. We haven't talked about it. 49ers beat Seattle by eight points. What was it, 21 to 13? It should have been 24 to 13. Really should have been 24 to 7 or 6, if you really want to call it. It should have been 24 to 6, but things didn't happen that way. But – I just sat here and said there was not one chance that Seattle thought they were going to win this game. Did y'all feel something different than that, or was it just me? No, I think early on when DK got that penalty, oh, when, when I, I, and from that moment, we were in their heads. And once you get in their head like that, Ooh. once you get, and especially now this team that doesn't have a leader like Russell Wilson, who can kind of pretty boy his way out of mistakes kind of like that. They don't have a leader like that anymore. They don't have a Bobby Wagner. They don't have a Richard Sherman or an Earl Thomas. Those leaders are gone. DK is that leader now on this team. No calls. That's for sure. So one, he's getting locked up and two, he's getting an early penalty for taunting because he's in his head now. And once we got in his head and he got that penalty, we were in we were in that entire team's head and at that point we just had control of the game. So I I agree with you. I don't think there was any point Seattle thought that they were going to win this game. I think they were trying to fight to spoil as much as they could, but as that game went on, they they felt it just like just like we felt it that there was no way they were winning that game. Here? Yeah, I agree, man. Um you know, the refs attempted to, I feel, I'll, I'll speak my own piece, right? But I feel like the refs attempted to keep them in the game. Uh, you know, we're, we'll, we'll talk about the fact, I know we got a block playing for the defense, but, you know, one very big play was that Demo pick six that got called back. And, I mean, you look at any and all replays of that, and what can Bosa do differently? It, it, he didn't do, you had him second-guess himself in a press conference, like, uh, I guess I could have laid on the side a little bit. No, no. That was a textbook tackle. He didn't drive him to the ground. 
and you can't stop gravity on certain plays. It just is what it is. They don't usually call that. They called that because, again, the Niners were about to run it up, and this is a nationally televised game, and you got to kind of keep it close a little bit. So, you know, it is what it is. Here we Um, go. But at the end of the day, ultimately, ultimately, you know, the better team prevailed, and Seattle knew. They straight up felt it, and they saw that there was no chance for them to come back and, and win that game at all. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I was there, and like n- none of the fans thought they were going to win the game. Uh, I mean, they cheered when their team did something exciting, like got a first down or kicked the field goal. <laughs> uh, but other than that, like none of them really felt confident. They knew that the 49ers were going to bring the D pause. Listen, will the league prevent Bosa from breaking the sack record? He's currently at 15 and a half sacks. We have three games left. What does he need? 18 to break the record or 17 and a half to break the record? No, the record is 22. I thought it was in the 20s. Right. So 22. he has 15 and a half. So he gets seven. He needs he needs seven. Yeah, he needs seven to break it. To break the record. So okay. seven, seven sacks, three in, games. Three games. He's getting he's getting rough. He's getting a, a personal foul in every game. Uh, and it's preventing him from playing the way he wants to play because they're kind of like saying, oh, you can't do this. Oh, you can't do this. You just said that he was second-guessing himself. Oh, maybe I could do this a little different. Does this prevent Bosa from getting the record? I just want to know your thoughts on it. I could touch on it on my show in the morning, but I want to know what you guys think real quick. Yeah, so for me, um, I felt like if he would have got a second one in this game, it would have been a little more realistic. Now we have to hope that he gets three, two, and two. That's that's a tough ask. I'm not saying it's not realistic, but it's a tough ask. The the biggest thing is going to be if Minnesota loses a game, hmm. and then the 49ers are trying to get that second place, which would equal you know home field advantage until uh, potentially playing Philly. You know okay. that's going to be major. If if they do, and that means that they're not going to be resting starters. Um, it's an option, man. It's definitely an option. If you're going to ask me right now, if I think he gets it, I think he comes up short by a sack or two. (laughs) Most didn't say, I'm not asking if it's realistic. I just want to know if you feel like it's possible, like, cause seven sacks, three games. Think about the quarterbacks, Heineke, uh, Heineke, Heineken, whatever his name is, (laughs) Carr. And I don't know who played for the Cardinals at this point. They don't know either. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's possible. Right. It's possible. What do you think, most? I, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go against the grain, and I'm gonna go against my better judgment. I think he gets it. And I and I, I all right. Bold prediction. I think he gets it, and I think he gets it in two games, so he can rest against the Cardinals. Four, one, and three, the other. See, I'm I'm sliding on the most side because the kid's gonna play dominant regardless. I mean, they're gonna have to put two, right. two and a half people on him each and every time. But see, notice how the question that I pose is: Will the league prevent it? And so now you got to factor in the silly refs, yep, silly calls. Because yep. not only was that a pick six. It was it, listen. It was so. It was such a dominant play by Nick Bosa. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a sack, but the pressure was there. 
And unfortunately, it got negated. The whole play got negated just because of a silly rule that I know these NFL owners got to find a way. They're going to try to address that in the owners meeting uh, next year. On, on top of that, word, word on the street was the NFL apologized because they said that that was the wrong call. Wow. Yeah. I talked about it earlier on the show this morning. Huh. And so, so they took six points off the board for us. So and took so, another sack so, away from Nick Bosa. So right. mm. everybody wants to say the league is rigged. If the NFL, if the show. NFL listen, the, listen, the NFL made up the tuck rule to the Raiders yesterday. And apparently, apparently, apparently Keelan Cole was out, out. and they just out. gave him the, they gave him the touchdown. So if the NFL is in the business. Of making up bad calls, you're in the business of being in the business. Y'all might as y'all might as well dig, you know, digging in bags of of reparations, as we would like to call it, mm. <laughs> and, 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 and and grant Nick Bosa a, a few extra sacks to his uh, tap. I'm just saying, like, just don't call roughing the passer. <laughs> like, don't call it it's, on him no more. Why, especially yeah. when it's not roughing the passer. Right. Don't don't make it up. Bingo. Bingo. Because each and every one of his roughing the passer calls was somewhat questionable. He didn't complain about it because that's not his character. It's not but it was some it was somewhat questionable. He just gets out there in the next play and makes the next play. Uh we we're gonna touch on the standing very quickly. Right. Uh, before we do that, I definitely want to give a shout out. We got uh super chat contribution. Shout out to my girl Jackie. She says Breezy's the goat. You're the goat. Oh, she's been she's been super chat contributing all day long. I appreciate it. Happy holidays to you and your family. We appreciate you here uh, on the Wayne Breezy Network. Thank you so much. Not only that, she also became a member. So we got to give her the air horns for being a member. And then Peachy, who is always a member, decided to say, "Bump it. Let me get that that green mark on her name." Peachy's a member. All right, Peachy, we miss you. Hope you could join the show later. Later, And then we got to touch on, I asked about the sample earlier. Freddie Payne was that where he sampled I Get High From. So I got to check that ah. out. Shout out to Lake City Fresh, man. Thanks for just knowing that information. Like, I mean, that, that's when you know you be digging in the crates at a music store, when you know that information. All right, let's touch on the standings because the 49ers are currently number three. Uh, they should have been number two, but the Vikings was like, nah, you don't know Nana, uh-uh. Right, so the fight one job, yo. <laughs> and the Eagles are still number one. Now, I gotta pose this question because Jalen Hurts is out, I think, for the remainder of the season. I know it's three games, but he had shoulder surgery today. He's out for the season. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Oh, wait, he actually had surgery. Yeah, shoulder surgery. What you say? I heard oh. that he was. Oh, Maybe he didn't have the surgery, but I know he's out. Out, he potentially is out this game. I think he's done for the season. But this game, let's start with this game because they got two tough games. Now, if Philly loses two out of the next three games, yeah, I see you, Mo's looking at the schedule. There it is. They got two tough games because people feel like the divisional games, regardless of what the team's records are, don't mean anything. No, 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 no. These are the hardest games to predict. 
They can go any way they want to go. It don't matter if a team is 15 and 1 and 0 and 16. It doesn't matter. It's a divisional game. They got oh, they put, who they got they left. Put the, they put the big dogs on Christmas Eve. Let's go. We got Basketball? Eagles, Cowboys. Oh, Eagles, Cowboys. We yep. got, we got nine, Niners. We got Niners, Niners. On, on, on. Oh, okay. Yeah, we okay. get the we get the Saturday games. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they saying that they think it's a spring. Uh, yeah, they know. said two, to, and he may miss two out of the last three. All they right. So let's talk about it because two they're, they're scattered. So it's it's, it's Cowboys first games on Saturday. Yep, Cowboys first yeah, because Sunday is basketball day. Both it's. Christmas is basketball. And, 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 and Sunday is Christmas, so right. And we only Christmas got one one o'clock game, a four o'clock game, and then an eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. So they did yeah. Christmas this year like they do Thanksgiving. Exactly. And exactly. then a majority um, of the games is on Saturday. So I wonder if they're gonna switch. Uh, I'm just rambling. My bad. I'm I'm cutting no, y'all off. I wonder if they're gonna switch uh, red zone to Saturday. Then. Oh, that's a good question. That because be it's the predominant the day that all the teams are playing. Right. 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 <laughs> So my question is my question is this: Could the 49ers, if they win out, the Eagles lose two out of the three, and the Vikings lose two out of the three, 49ers can move into first place. Eagles got no. three, right? Eagles, Eagles got to lose, lose all, all three. three. Okay, so they only Eagles, got one loss because so they, got they only got one loss. loss. Yep, yep. So and then Eagles the Niners would be three. because the Niners would be because they'll have a better um, the NFC the record. NFC record uh, mm-hmm. from both. It's, um, so Minnesota would lose if Minnesota loses any of these last three games, and the Niners went out, uh, will all instantly jump in the second slot. That's um, number two. The Eagles have the Cowboys, then they play the Saints on um, Christmas. Uh, that's New a, Year's. That's a dub. Yep, and then they play the Giants, who may be fighting for their playoff life in that last mm-hmm. game. So yep, yep, if, yep. without Hurts, I don't know, man. Is anything's possible? The Their Niners offense catch is Philly completely- 49er Jeff. If they win all three. And Philly lose all three. It's the only way they catch. Yeah, that's the only way we catch them. Division wins. They win by NFC, not division. Because they'll they'll have they'll have three conference conference losses with these last three games. Correct. There's a possibility. How crazy! I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm I'm sorry. That would be sick. One one at a time. One game at a time. One one game at a time. Yes. I'm just saying it would be sick. It's a nice little scenario to think about. Uh, something the 49ers can think about as they're preparing mentally, like one game at a time, and that that overall scenario. Like, you know what I mean? That would be kind of cool uh, for the 49ers. I think their whole thing is um, to, like, just like you said, fair. take it one game at a time. Let's focus on the commanders. We're going to talk about that. We're going to, you know, kind of preference that game a little bit uh and a little bit uh let's get let's get some grades from this seattle seahawks game man let's let's go um first of all let's go with the top plays Ooh. i want everybody to give me their top play i'm sure i gotta dig up one from the crates because i i always go last but uh let me get your top play mo's and then fair and then uh I, i'll go hmm. top play for me let me see. Bunch of plays in this game. Yeah. Yeah. To be had. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I, I since I got the first one, I guess I'll take the easy one. Okay. The uh, the 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 double pump on the screens and then hitting George. Yeah. Uh I mean that that that's a that's an easy one because that's one that we haven't seen. 
mm-hmm. to where you, you fake to the left, fake to the right, and then hit the middle. Um, and then I think for me, it was good to see that George still has that burst and that explosion to where when he catches the ball, he can make people miss in the open field and get into the end zone. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. All right. Definitely a top play. Definitely one of my faves. Fair. Anything different? Oh, yeah. Um, I got a couple, but I won't do you like that. Mm. Uh, so I'll go with uh, Greenlaw. That 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 smackdown yeah. that was laid. That absolute shot out of a cannon. Uh, smackdown. Just, I mean, you know what? When you're attempting to, you know, solidify um, and, and get down the field and someone comes out of nowhere and smacks you like that, that's demoralizing for a team. That, that, that takes all the air out of the building. You were there. I'm sure that's what happened. The air came out of the building off that, you know, and you just, you see him all year just flying around and making these plays every single week after week after week. And it's just, it's just amazing, man. I've been so hyped with this defense, but that green law play definitely stands out for me of, as a play of the game for me. Yeah, that's dope. I, I, I'm going to go with an offensive play uh, by a guy that came in predominantly in the fourth quarter. We call I call him the closer. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to see Jordan Mason get a lot of snaps in the beginning, and I get it. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, no one is wrong. It makes all the sense, actually, when you think about it. But – I feel like Kyle Shanahan trusts Christian McCaffrey not only to be dominant in a game, but also to find a way to stay healthy. And I think that's why we don't see him a lot in the fourth quarter, and then you insert the healthy bat. And I think Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust any of his other running backs. Let's just call it like a call. Let's call Spade Spade. I don't think yeah. he does. I, like, as much as I thought Tevin Coleman would get some play, be, no. To TDP, hell no. Like, he just, he's just not what he does. He doesn't trust those guys. He trusts Jordan Mason, who has built his trust with Kyle Shanahan from special teams. And every time he comes into a game, he does what? Closes it out. Let's talk about the 55-yard run, though. Because that run up the middle, the blocking, the burst. First of all, the blocking set up from the inside to create the gap for him to burst through the middle. The only thing he did was run out of damn gas. Like, he just ran out of gas. I, mean, I thought it was a touchdown. It's like, dude's about to score. I'm sitting up there, giving the seven points. Hey, let's go. And then he gets tackled at, like, the two, three-yard line. I'm like, damn, he ran out of gas, right? Jordan Mason, guys, going forward is going to be a problem if, and only if, hear me out, find a way to stay healthy. Like, like, I think that's also a part of the trust. Now, really good question coming up. I'm going to talk about it this week on the show. When we bring some of these guys back, Elijah Mitchell has the potential of coming back. That's really awesome. quickly, what do the 49ers do with the running back spot? Because there's no way you could take the ball out of the hot hand, Mason. Do you keep him as the closer and then let Mitchell spell Christian McCaffrey? What are your thoughts? Or are you going to promote this kid – to spell Christian McCaffrey. No, I think I think even though he's been injured, I think Mitchell has earned it because when he's healthy, he's looked good. Um, so I think it's it's Christian McCaffrey for the first half. I think it, it's a mix of Christian and Mitchell in the third, and then you close it with Mason in the fourth. Okay, I could dig that. And agree. 
Yeah. I, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, but I mean, we're we're at least like uh, what three weeks out from Mitchell potentially at the earliest coming back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So three weeks from that. Um, so potentially this last game of the year uh, of the season, if not that first game of the playoffs. I love it. Let's do these uh, super chat contributions. We got a couple more fog horns for the super chat contributors. Forty nine are faithful. I was excited. Rookie BP, aka Brock Purdy. Make Hawks offside penalty. Oh my gosh. That was dope. Cause <laughs> this that's so so Brock is just Brock is a little he's built a little differently. He's just built, he's wired differently. I feel like he's not just the quarterback. Like he's just this ultimate football player, bro. Like, and he just wants to play football. And because of that, it's like, yo, most, yo, you, you want to play ball this weekend? Yeah, where we playing at? All right, man, so I'll I see you on the field. That's Brock in his head. And then when he get out there, who's commanding it? The quarterback. And, hey, yo, man, I want you to run a post to the left. I want you to run a streak down the field. You're going to run this quick out right here. You're going to stay here and block for me until I get you the ball. If you're there, I'm going to get you the ball. Like, like in, in street football, you got 90 options to get the ball to somebody, right? That, that's Brock, bro. Yeah. He's going through the progressions, and then he's making the right read. Brock Purdy being able to draw a team offsides, that's even different. That's that's more to this kid's bag, yo. And I know it sounds like we bigging him up, but that's what the we supposed to do. You play well, you get picked up. You don't play well, we constructively criticize you. So you can play yeah. better. Shout out to Brock, man. Round of applause. It's Debbie, super chat contribution in the building. All right, here we go. Niners will need to focus. You should have put this in caps too. F O cuss, right? And bring their best offense, defense, and special teams. Oh my God, we got to give special teams love from this game, this past game. Kyle cannot be conservative. He really needs to be deep in his bag to win out. Let's. She gets two beeps because I didn't see the D word. Peachy in the building. What's going on, Peachy? Let's talk about this real quick. Niners need to focus. They need to bring their best game on all phases. She she should have. She talked about Kyle being not being conservative. Have you seen conservative Kyle? I feel like that's always going to be him. What are your thoughts on this? Let's go with uh, Fair Mo's Peachy. I mean, I feel like he was conservative instead of kneeling out. He should have punched the ball in at the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> but but beyond that, I didn't feel like he was conservative. Man, I know um, he did a good well. Again, we, we were fortunate to get a turnover at the end of the uh, second quarter. But, you know, we really dominated those that middle eight um, and got, you know, two scores to kind of push our lead ahead. And I didn't feel like there were times where, you know, we went for it or didn't go for it that we should have. I think it was pretty much on script uh, on, in, in Seattle. Yeah, I, I, that's who Kyle, Kyle's going to be, Kyle. Like, I, I, it is what it is. You wanted him to punch it in. I wanted him to punch it in. And then a small piece of me was saying, let's just get out of this game. <laughs> I don't want any more injuries, yo. Because we had, what, three injuries in this game? We didn't talk about them either. Mm-hmm. We had Andy Gray, Evan Givens. Was it one more? I felt like there was one more. Dante Jones? No, nah, he was hurt before the game. Last game. Okay, my bad. But I know Kevin Givens, I believe, yeah. was this game, right? No, Kevin Givens was last game. It was Kerry Harder. Kerry Harder. Which well, had an, he was dealing with an injury prior to this game. 
So it was Kerry Eider and it was uh, Danny Gray. Um, most, uh, Kyle, conservative Kyle, can't be conservative coming down the stretch. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, I, I agree with Ms. Deb. The one thing that I, I, I'm waiting to see, or in, if we don't see it, great. You know, uh, I, I'm not wishing this into existence. Uh, but what happens in a situation where Brock struggles? Every mm. quarterback goes through a stretch where they're not playing their best. We've seen we've seen it from Tom Brady this year. We've seen it from Aaron Rodgers this year. We've seen it from Josh Allen. We've seen it from Patrick Mahomes. We've seen it from Joe Burrow. We've seen it from Justin Herbert. We've seen it from Tua. We've seen it from Jayla. Like every single quarterback in this league has had, has had a stretch or has had a game where they have not played their best. So, you know, if a team throws something at Brock that he's not familiar with or he hasn't seen or they got kind of got the drop on him or he's just having an off day. How is Kyle going to respond in that situation? We've seen how Kyle's responded to Brock Purdy playing well these past three games. Uh, the, the, the biggest test is how is Kyle going to respond when Purdy doesn't play well? And I think one of the things that people talk about with Kyle Shanahan, specifically when they bring up, is he a developer of quarterbacks is – how does he handle them and their confidence? And how does he get them to forget the last play and worry about the next play and move on without killing them, without shaking his head and cussing them out and doing all this other stuff? Not to say that Brock Purdy can't handle that, but is he going to be the coach that says, don't worry about it. This is where you messed up. We don't need you to do this, but this is how we're going to correct it on the next drive, and then we'll be straight going forward. So I want to see how he responds if we're presented with that situation. Adversity, PG. That's what Moses is talking about. Adversity at some point is going to set in. Mm-hmm. Brock is going to come down to he- to earth. Right now he's up in heaven, right? He's going to come down to earth at some point, and we hope he never touches the gates of hell, right? What does Kyle do? Does Kyle go back to, does he stay trusting that Brock will come out of this? Like, what are your thoughts about Brock Purdy if he's faced with some type of adversity to where he's not going to have a good game? Because that's what the game four four is coming up. Now defensive coordinators are like, all right, mother sucker, we got you, man. We watch you do this, do this, do this. All right, here we come. And we're talking about, oh, my gosh, we're talking about the commanders. You know that they're the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL right now. Like fifth, number five. That's what out Chase Young. We're talking total yards. They no, excuse me, number four. I can't count. According to ESPN, we won. Eagles two, Jets three, Commanders four. Not to say that that matters, but their defense is gonna bring it. What are your thoughts about that, PG? Welcome back. So um, I really think that the fact that he's had four years of college experience. So where he's had, you know, games, where he's had up and down games and where he's he's faced, you know, all kinds of adversity. I think that that's really going to help him in those type of situations. So I really hope that Kyle will just continue to trust him that he can, you know, get his way through that because he does have all that experience. That's where that four years of college experience, I believe is, is really, really going to come into play when people say that, you know, like that trades raw because you know, this and blah, blah, blah. Well, on the other side of that, you have a, like 
a, a, a football player who's played for, for four years in some pretty tough environments. And that's one reason why that I was not surprised how well he handled the Seattle um, 12s because he's played at, at schools where it's been loud like that, like some, some tough environments like that. And I really feel like that he has the moxie and the mental toughness to just get through that. So even if he does come across that, I mean, I don't know what you guys have talked about before, but um, tonight, but just think about what happened to him, like the first play in Tampa. Well, um, um, against Tampa. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks that would have been like, yeah, okay, well, this is just not going to play. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, he literally just got up and just balled out. I mean, all of us were like, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? Is this, you know, this is crazy. Like, he literally just got knocked back. And I think even for the Tampa defense, I think they were like, man, this kid is is something special. Like, he literally got rocked, I mean, hard and just came back. So I really feel like any adversity, I feel like that he's going to face, I think that he's going to be okay. And I think that um, he's going to find a way to, to get through it. I just need Kyle to just trust in his mental ability that he will strong and is strong enough to get through that. And I believe those four years of having that college experience is really going to help him to realize that the maturity of, of playing that. I know that it's not, you, you know, it's the NFL, it's not college, but it's still adversity. It's still playing under some pretty harsh situations that he's going to come across. And I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, like, I, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I think it's more so for me, uh, you know, when the defenses say, okay, Kyle, you've been beating defenses like this. We're going to send you something different. That's not just Brock Purdy. Like, Purdy's going to have to figure that out as well. But it's up to like, Kyle has to find a way to move this chess piece this way and that mm -hmm. way. And I think we saw it. I really do. I think the double screen play was a bag trick in the bag. And I feel like Kyle got a bunch of them. He ain't used not one of them this year. Right. Like, like until that game. Like, and, right. and, and I really feel like he got some tricks to like, just make the defenses find a way to play honest. And that's another thing we're not talking about. Because Brock Purdy's making the defenses play a little bit honest. Like, ah, this guy might just run for 20, 30 years. Like, so, they have to play honest. Um, my only concern is when you get that really good defense, if there is one, and I'm sure there's going to be one, you get that really good defense that can just match up man for man. And then most peachy and fear is that's, that's when it's on Brock, right? That's when it's going to be on Brock. They're matching up man for man. So now Brock is actually going from game manager to the quarterback, and I'll tell you this, if he does that <laughs> and the biggest and one of the biggest stages of his, I ain't talking no regular season game, we talking players, right. we're making it to the playoffs. Brock going to start the wild card game, hear it out. He better start the game after that and the game after that, and now we talk Super Bowl. So, that like, Brock should be the guy going forward, period. Right? Under them lights, you already said it, Peachy, he can, he can handle it. We watched him handle it uh, in Seattle. That was lights, that was loudness. I let, oh, guys, you've never, if, you've never been here. 
it was loud every freaking play. Yo, they were screaming defense on first and 10, second down, third down. I'm like, yo, just, just, what happened to just third down? Nah. And then the sound didn't just go up. It was like up to the right, up to the left, and it went in a circle, and it came back down on top of you. It's like, what is wrong with this stadium? Yo, they, it's, because, it they pump, really, because they pump. They pump noise in. It's legit. No, they weren't pumping noise, PG. This was the people. Like they were. Seattle fans were there. I don't. It it wasn't predominantly Niner fans. We were just in the building. But there were Seattle fans there. It's the way the stadium is built. So when they get loud, it gets loud. So you said something about Brock. Yo, that no huddle cadence was dope. How you Mm -hmm. make them go offsides with the loudness? That was the question. Why we get the free play? Now that's yeah. the question. That was the question. That and was somebody crazy. was like, oh, because the offensive lineman put their hands up and kind of like gave up on the play. The snap was at the same time. Refs, man. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Whatever. This is the refs. JP Hella Hard, 2800. Thank you for the contribution, fan. My other brothers, I don't even know how to. Peachy, can you crack that cold? No licking shit. I overstand G. I don't know. Don't know what to say. I know. Yeah, I think you guys good on that one. No lollipop. Yeah, yeah. No lollipop. Ah, I like it. Oh, or or could be no sweet shit. No, that too. Ah, ah. Either way, they all make sense. Sucker, sucker. Oh, no sucker shit. No No sucker. That's and that's why we need peachy. How many minutes folks have to take to solve an emoji riddle? Yo, I hate emoji riddles, bro. What the fuck? Yeah, that was dope. No, I said, what did I say? Lick? I said lick first. I was close. That's nasty. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. What do you mean you were close? Don't do that, Breezy. Stop it right now. Don't go down that road. Do not can we do turn a quick the car check around. In. Can we do a quick check-in with Moe's mid? Mid now? We to the mid? Uh, we, I think we're a little bit past that. <laughs> we did leave it, it up, baby. Leave it up to Wayne Breezy to get me get it get us over the hump. <laughs> I'm not even gonna read the chat. Yo, it went from 22 I'm live chats to like 70. <laughs> Jared, though. <laughs> oh, the King Ad Rock, that is his name. Y'all drinking Moet, and we got the champagne. Tasty boys. Yes. Love it. Love wow. It. Thank you for the contribution, super chat contribution, bro. I'm not even gonna read any of these comments in here. Ah. <sighs> Yep. So um, I'm sorry. Let me look up the words, man. Lick and suck. I swear to God, no, no, there's only one no. word you missing. Why, no. Why? Why are you dragging it? Stop, I, don't drag it. It's 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 not the same. It's not close. It's not. Offensive grades, guys. Let's go. <laughs> 
We're going to do offensive grades, guys, and then we're going to preview a little bit about this matchup on Saturday, a.k.a. Christmas Eve, 49ers, Commanders. They're traveling out there. They got the shorter week. We'll break that down in a second. I'd love to get your takes on this. Peachy, you go quarterback, and then we'll just rotate position, position, and we'll just give them some grades. We'll see if they touch and agree with us out there. Okay. I said pause, I think. Oh, um, I gave the quarterback an A+. Plus. Okay. All right. All right. A plus. Yes. He went from a B minus to an A plus. Yes. A three. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> hey, a no plus. A plus everybody? You just don't know it? Uh, yeah. a, a minus <laughs> for me. It was a little, you know, there was some miscues that he was fortunate enough to get back. Uh, okay, I don't want everybody's take on it. Like PG said A plus. We're gonna leave it at A plus. Running back, <laughs> Mose. Uh, give me a. I'm I'm going A. Ooh, yeah, they rushed. I yeah, heard you rushed and rushed and attack. Yeah. They got busy. Christian McCaffrey, Jordan Mason, Lil Brock Purdy. It was nice. And Boy, and, I, and yeah, Christian. I think Christian McCaffrey every single game. He's getting more confident, but it's it's not about his confidence. It's not about him knowing the scheme. He just has to get comfortable with figuring out what his offensive line is doing. Right. He's been rushing behind a different offensive line for the first five years of his career. Right. Now he comes to a new scheme, new team, new players. He just has to get comfortable. Where is Brindle and Trent Williams and Aaron Banks and Mike McGlinchey and Spencer Burford or Daniel mm-hmm. Brunskill, he's got the R. Where are these guys going to be? Like, physically, where are their bodies going to be? Mm-hmm. And how do I need to maneuver to get through this lane or, or, or to right. make it through this gap? Yep. So yep. once he – as he's continuing to play and gathering that important information, you're seeing how he's hitting these gaps and hitting these holes – and then breaking it for 20, 30, 40 yards. He's – the kid is special. Yeah, he is. All right, let's get back to these positions. Uh, Fair, you got the, the meat and potatoes position. Oh, mine. I'm dying to know. Um, I'm probably in A- minus there as well, B+. Plus. A-, minus. we'll stick with that. Let's keep the A's going. Um, Fairly clean game for the most part. few penalties. Um. The, the main one that stands out, I know there was one with Trent, another one with uh, mm-hmm. our, our guy. I don't even want to say his name. Um, on the right side, you know, just a couple little things they got to clean up, but nothing where they're just like getting beat, abused, or looking, you know, looking crazy that has happened a few other times. Um, so I think it was a decent enough, uh, good enough effort by the old line as a whole. All right, I got I got the wide receivers. Um, I, I thought I thought they made some big plays, but production wise, it wasn't there. It just wasn't a wide receiver game, so it wasn't like they had a lot of drops or or whatever. It just wasn't a wide receiver planned game. Uh, I mean, so I, I'm gonna give them a solid B. I, I I felt like that's what they did. Now, some of you are going to include the tight ends into the receiving game. But I'm just specifically talking about the wide receivers because the tight ends have their own grade. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to go with a solid B. Not sure if you guys agree with it. 
Uh, Jawan Jennings, definitely third in Jawan. He was the third in Jawan in this game. He was definitely needed. But like I said, guys had some solid catches, some big catches and, and big moments. But it wasn't a wide receiver production game, and I actually liked it. I'm glad. Here's mm-hmm. why. He spread the F out of the ball. Yes. Like, spread. Like, you spread him yes. out. Yes. Boom, boom, Exactly. Boom, boom. And, and I love. Everybody. Everybody, bro. And mm-hmm. I love the way that like, like that oh, Jennings gosh, is different. being used He's different. on these downs. Yeah. Like, I love it. I think that's the best way to use him. I think that it's it's awesome the way that he's being used like that. I agree. For those special downs. I, mean, I agree. That's fantastic. Let's talk about it. Five targets, right. three receptions, 31 yards, Peachy. That was that was Jawan Jennings. He yeah. had a long at 12. Christian McCaffrey, eight targets, six catches, 30 yards. Look at this. It's all going to be in that 20 to 30-yard range, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. Brandon Ayuk. Four targets, two catches, 19 yards. Dude lost my fantasy football. But it's all good because we won the game. Didn't really care. You know what I'm saying? Ray Ray, three targets, one reception, 16 yards. 16 yards. That was catch. long, right? That Look, was a big catch, too. That was a and was a oh, huge yeah. catch. And then how can we like I said, they don't get counted in here. Now we got to talk tight ends. It's gonna rotate back around mm-hmm. to fair. You get the tight ends, bro. Mm-hmm. I need to know your grade for the tight ends because if it's less than what I think it is. I mean, it up. are we serious? Are we dead it, serious? This don't get no higher than what it what it is. Okay, so what it, it is? A plus. Yeah. A plus. It's definitely an A plus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even like to the fact where Croft got a beautiful catch down the yeah. field. Yeah. Kittle was going catch, crazy. Bro. Like this is this is what it should look like. We have yeah. one of, if not the Thank best you. tight end in the league. What yes. Was the, what was the game, guys? Help me out, everybody out there. You guys probably know on here. I can't remember if we won or lost. I felt like our last loss was to who? We didn't. We didn't lose no games this the year. The Chiefs. That this season? Yeah. <laughs> Kansas City. Chiefs, yeah, Kansas City. Was Tyler Crawford healthy scratch in that game? I don't know. It was a game where Crawford was a healthy scratch, and I felt like, damn, we gonna struggle. I'm not sure to be honest. I, I just was it that game? I no 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 no. I, I could have been. It could have. He was no 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 no. Tyler Croft was a oh, was he a healthy scratch? Yes, he was a healthy scratch. It, we could have won the game. It, we just struggled in the run game. So it could have been a game we won and we just couldn't run the ball. I think that's what it was. I think we still won the game. We couldn't run the ball. Anyway, I said that to say that Tyler Croft has been the perfect like complimentary yes. tight end mm-hmm. to George Kittle. He yeah. don't have the same breakaway react speed, <laughs> but he got the hands yep. and he blocks in the run game. And yep. he's a solid route runner. And exactly. There you go. All right, let's go ahead and get to the defense. Fair, great assessment right there. Mm-hmm. All right, defense. Uh, Mose, you get the defensive line. How is it that you always get the defensive line? You get the <laughs> defensive line. Peachy, you got linebackers. I get safeties, okay. and then Peachy, you get cornerbacks. Uh, defensive line, A plus. Mm. Held this team to fourteen mm. carries, mm. only seventy yards. Mm. Yeah, yeah they, they say it's a, it's five yard per carry average, but I don't care if it's five yard per carry average if you only got seventy yards on the ground on fourteen attempts, mm-hmm. and your biggest attempt came from Geno Smith on a. Uh, a busted play and then on top of that to add three sacks for 
31 yards of total losses. A um, couple fumbles forced. Absolutely. Give me give me an A-plus for my defensive line. Here we, we go. Out. We get into this defense. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody anybody feel any differently mm-hmm. about A-plus? It's going to be hard to grade this defense low. Five tackles for a loss, nine QB hits. Yeah, eight plus QB hits. <laughs> Linebackers. Oh, you come on now. I feel like Fair's been getting all the easy ones. No, no, I thought this was you. You're linebacker. No, no, it's me. Oh, Beaches, I'm linebacker. Sorry. Okay. So the linebackers are A plus because you have to look at this. First of all, besides Greenlaw showing out in this game for for starters, we held this um, amazing Kenneth Walker that has been balling like all year to 47 yards. And then behind him, the other linebacker is 18 and five. So a total of under um, a hundred yards for all, for the whole entire um, Russian that you have there. And not to mention just Greenlaw, just all over the field, just, just blowing up everything, just having a, Fantastic game. Not to mention Warner doing the same, but we always talk about Warner. So I just want to give Greenlaw like some love because he really just showed out in this game. Of course, I think that that's going to be his thing in Seattle. I think he's just got to show out every time that he goes to Seattle and, and it's becoming like Seattle's nightmare, <laughs> like for real. So the linebacking core, like all of them, we're just balling. So A plus for the linebacking core. I could dig it. I could dig it. I could dig it. I mean, great Dre Greenlaw, yo. Yeah. Eight <laughs> tackles, man. Mm-hmm. Eight tackles. Forced fumble. Two pass deflections. Who said yes. this man can't cover? Whoever said that right. Dre Greenlaw can't cover should just uh should just he gets better stuff. every single year. Yeah, I, I, he does. And that's that's progression. That's what you want yes. from him. And that's peaching exactly. why. We got the two-year extension, okay? Mm-hmm. It's better every year. 64 okay. snaps from uh, the, your starting linebackers. I know a lot of people will like the production on Aziz Alshair as low. Let me just explain to you why it's not as high as the others. Guys, he's a base. He's in the base packages of the linebackers, right? So you're in the nickel packages. He comes off the field, and Jimmy Ward gets the snaps, mm-hmm. right? So your nickel back comes in. Just in case y'all don't know, I'm not saying you don't. just want to put that out there. So that's why you're not going to see it. But I tell you what, during the snaps – Three tackles, uh, uh, what a pass the flight. Like he, he's out there. Excuse me, excuse me. A tackle for loss. So he's out there being productive. Remember he hit somebody really mm-hmm. hard, and I was mm-hmm. like, Ooh, <laughs> that have been Kenneth Walker. Somebody got rocked. Yeah. I was just like, uh, yeah. Y'all forgot about Aziz. Y'all want to keep the Niners out of their base as much as possible because if them three dudes <laughs> on that field, the linebackers is wrecking shop. Mm-hmm. A plus. Yeah. I get the safeties. This is hard because mm-hmm. as much as I love our safety play, there's always brain farts in the safety play. Always. And it's, it's a communication issue. Just want to put that out there. And it's coming from predominantly the second-year player, but this doesn't make them bad. It's called learning curve. It's right. called growing pains. It's called whatever you want to call it to make yourself feel better about it. But that's what it is. I watched Tyler Noah Hufunga in the last three, four games bite the cheese. <laughs> like, that's what he does. He just bites the cheese. But I tell you what, yeah. 
you put that man up there on that line of scrimmage? Because uh, 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 how about th- the blitz? How do you tell the team it's a blitz and you still get to the blitz? Exactly. <laughs> like you, I'm blitzing, yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck because I'm coming after your guy. Like I'm coming. And that's the the that's what he brings. Uh Tashawn Gibson is back to playing damn near. I know he's not a pro bowler, damn near pro bowl football again. Uh, I feel like the confidence in the safety position is getting back to where it was when Emmanuel mostly was out there. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and give the safeties like a B plus. I, I don't think the safeties are in the A range yet because of the brain farts, which usually lead to big plays. But I feel like they're only going to continue to get better. And if I'm quarterbacks, I'm going to find a way to try to get Hufunga to make that mistake. And I want them to keep testing this young kid because he's going to eventually pass this test, Mm -hmm. y'all. He's going to eventually not bite the cheese. I promise you that. Year two, guys. Give him a little credit. Dude was playing all pro football until Emmanuel mostly got hurt. I I tell you that. He was playing all pro. Uh, then he started, you know, over, trying to overcompensate for, for people being out there. But I'm gonna give him a B plus, man. Give him a B plus. Any anybody any discrepancies? Want to go higher? Want to go lower? Just just to get your thoughts, man. This is not a me saying. Mm-hmm. Just curious. No, not right. Peach, you get to close it out. With okay, cornerback. Oh man, um, I'm gonna give the cornerbacks. I'm gonna give them an A. Mooney Ward was sensational in this game, and so was Lenore. I was looking at Lenore's um, tackles in this game. He had nine tackles. Uh, Mooney Ward had six. But this doesn't even show, like, what Mooney Ward did out there. Like, he was just a nuisance. Like, the whole time that he was out there, and then, you know, it sucked whenever he had to come off the field. Because you could tell the difference when he was not out there from when he was out there. I thought that he did a really good job on Metcalf. And it was um it was really um yeah. So I have to give them an A. Because Mooney was like got all all into Metcalf. And anytime that you can, you know, upset DK to where you know he almost gets ejected for you know just getting out of control that's that's good enough for me so that threw him off his game and yep so yeah the 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 mm-hmm. uh the concussion injury to Mooney Ward yeah um, Peachy said you could tell it was different here's here's what was different because I thought Janoris Jenkins held his own yeah but he did what they started doing though was they started putting like Metcalf more in the slot to get him open like, and and that's when it kind of, like, changed the game a little bit. It started allowing them to move the ball. There was times where you just like, why the four not just, like, giving up these these little passes? They wasn't doing it all game. And you have to realize that Metcalf is no longer on the outside being locked up. Tyler Lockett was getting underneath on a couple of things, and he got and he ended up getting injured. Hope he's doing all right. He broke his finger, I believe, in that game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but, the, but the concussion injury, shout out to Kyle Shanahan. Got to give that man a round of applause because – Although he was medically cleared by the NFL doctors. He cleared protocol. Kyle's like, you're not playing this game. You're dumb. You're done, kid. Like, just relax, man. We'll be back out here next week. Let's get you, let's get you right, right. I've seen time after time coaches make their players go back and play. We can start with Tua. 
then you can go to my man Parker out yeah. there in uh in New England. And both of those players could have died on that next play. Yeah. That's how bad their concussions were. I didn't see Mooney get concussed. I didn't see the play where he got injured. Mm-hmm. All I know is Kyle Shanahan said concussion, come out, we'll check. They cleared him. And next thing you know, Kyle said, stay on the sideline. And you heard Mooney say, yeah, man, I had a concussion. So he was definitely clear and understanding of what was going on. Right. But our coach decided to say, you know what? You good for the night. You know what I'm saying? Even if we didn't have this game, you would have been good for the night. We need you out there for the long run. It takes a real coach to, to keep it real. I, I, I would say it, that. Did. I it, uh, it, um, it also sucked because we should have had that pick six, but you know. Yeah, we Whatever. talked about that a little earlier, Peachy. It was oh, more like you. the refs just said no. <laughs> That's what it was. Because <laughs> if he did that, D'Amador Lenore might have got player of the game. Yeah. For sure. But he led the team in tackles. Ten tackles, y'all. Nine yeah. shows, one, uh, you know, group tackle. Ten. Yep. Ten. Yep. And he got beat on a couple of plays or whatever or whatnot, but who can- I mean, they weren't big, huge plays. No, right. No, like, no. He routes. never got done dirty. and No. Yeah. yeah. Curl routes. If you got a good route runner, I mean, usually cornerbacks are going to get beat on curl routes. You don't know yeah. they're running the damn curl route. By Man. the time they curl, you're still going this way, and when you see him react, you come back. I, I-, I will say I think the Diamondor Lenore is definitely, definitely, like, upgrading his game. He's Talk about be- it. Uh, Man. We got so much to talk about in this just, offseason, bro. Just thinking, mm-hmm. like, imagine where we would be without him stepping up his game. Twice. Like, yeah. bro, he's, he's, the nickel. he's um, stepped up here. so much this year, bro. Yeah. So much Twice. this year. Twice, bro. He started. Said, he said, you know what, Will Mac, you're a rookie. I could beat you for this. And he did. Right. He did. And he did. And then what's name went down mostly. And he said, you know what? I'm number two. Put me outside. I got you, coach. Yeah. I like that, man. I, I, right. I like it. All right, um, those are the grades. Special teams overall. Anybody want to give a special teams a grade? I mean, Robbie Gold missed the field goal. Mitch Wisnowski looked good. <clears throat> coverage. Yeah, was Mitch good. had like what, like three, no, four in the twenty. Coverage was poor. Coverage this was bad. Special teams are great. Every yeah. time Seattle got the balls on a fucking forty. Like what? Yeah. The- <laughs> coverage is bad, but again, like those are from kickoffs, not. Not most of the um, punts. The the punts were solid read. Correct. Um, defense, Correct. But, but like kick returns, guys, no. kickoffs, I mean, yeah, they were, yeah. they were getting us. You they know were. what that was, y'all? No Samuel Womack, no Tarverius yeah. Moore. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Mm. No Forgot Dante Johnson? No Samuel Womack, no Tarverius we got a shout out. We got a new member, JPLR2800, man. Thank you so much for becoming a member of the channel. We appreciate you. We got a couple of contributions we want to get to. Nicholas Parrott, that's my guy. Uh, what's good, my nitty gritty fam? How great does it feel to sweep the Hawks? Woo! Division up there. Wow. Continue. Let's get Peachy's take on this because Mo's Fair and I spoke about it a little bit earlier. Peachy, you were getting off of work. How great. Does it feel to sweep the Hawks? It feels amazing. I don't even. I I was trying to remember the last time that we swept Seattle. I felt like it was two thousand. I don't know, twelve, eleven, one of them years. Something. Two thousand eleven, yeah. I think. But that defense. But um, what would even be better is like what what you said on the Wayne Breezy show the other day. 
is that if we just swept the whole NFC West, which we're very close to doing. We literally only have one more game left. (laughs) One more game left. So that can definitely be done, especially with, you know, everybody who is, is either hurt or just, you know, not playing because they're hurt anymore in Arizona. So um, it should be, we should be able to do that. We should be able to knock that out. We couldn't figure it out. And you watch football way more than we do. Who's playing quarterback for Arizona? We couldn't figure it out. It's uh oh man, you had asked me that. She can't it figure was, it out either. All right, as long as we're inclusive. Taylor, no. Taylor, somebody. Who? Taylor, somebody. All right. Um, it's, um Lawrence Taylor coming out of retirement. What? <laughs> he come out of retirement. No, I'm scared. Like I'm, um, I'm telling Taylor, you, I'm Taylor, somebody. Um, Taylor she, Rooks. I watch no. Arizona game. <laughs> I'll buy a ticket. <laughs> Oh What's our flight? No, it's 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 Trace McSorley. Oh, Trace, uh, Trace, Trace. Oh, Trace. Trace. Yeah. Well, sorry, T. I was close. Mm. Got it. Okay, so we have to mention this real quick about Frank Gore Jr.'s, um, like balling that he had three hundred twenty nine yards on nineteen yikes. carries. Just just a beast out there. <laughs> Yeah, and the most wholesome moment ever yes. when his aunt crashed the, the press conference. <laughs> I and he, pushed, he, he got he got extra stiff arm. Like Yo, he got to get a snap for that. Arm? It kind of went to the breastplate. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he was he was he was still in mid game form, bro. He was like, wow. <laughs> he was he was he was still that I that drilling was still flowing. You notice he strategically home. did that after Thanksgiving, right? Because she the one who made the good plates. You could of tell course. who uh-huh. made the good food, <laughs> yeah. right? So next time, next Thanksgiving, Auntie need to play that blurb real quick when he come up to get a plate and be like, chill, Frank. You lost that. Get up out of here. <laughs> yo, y'all ain't y'all, yeah. y'all grimy, yo. When Frank Gore calls in, I'm going to tell him, you did it. Like, I'm just going to it. Yep, I, I got you, bro. I, I, 100%. Terra Dome. Uh, shout out to Nick for that. He gets the foghorn. Also, Terradome, uh, gets the foghorn too. Uh, I know Huff. Ha- hey, hey, I like this one. I know Huff has a master's in Troy P. Woo. But I'm gonna need, I would love for him to get his doctorates with Ed Reed from the U. Yeah, we don't talk mm. about the U on this show. However, Ed Reed was an absolute beast <laughs> in the NFL. Oh Lord, over there. With the Ravens, he was—he was a beast. Just, we don't I, I, talk I, I about we don't talk about the Ravens here either. Go, whoa, whoa, I, I, whoa! Why I'm not? with it. I'm with it. I don't like them. I'm cool with it. I mean, like, yeah, worry I about mean, them. that's true. Yeah, I, 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 listen. I, I still have a tough time getting over that Super Bowl. Understood. Bro. Understood. Me too. It's there. It's there. Like I can't watch it when it come on TV. Nope. I can't. Nope. No. Nope. Why are we not roll out one time? I, let's not even do. I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Red oh, blue pill. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Why didn't yeah. we give the ball to Frank Gore? Nope. 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 No. There's so many things that we could have hey, done there. How was your day today, man? I don't know, but I tell you what, the 49ers decided to work out some players at the cornerback position. Um, <laughs> do you think it's because of the Mooney Ward's concussion protocol? 
Um, or like, like, what are your thoughts about this? They worked out all DBs, Devin Key, Scott Nelson, Trey Swilling. Um, are they not happy with the Jack Rabbit? Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I don't know. No, they're not happy with Ambry Thomas still. Ambry Thomas mm. cannot yeah. not figure out how to stay healthy this year. And no. unfortunately, he couldn't get better. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And crazy. I think with the in, with the injury to yeah, Mooney Ward, even though he might play, but also the injury to Dante Johnson. Dante Johnson, yeah. I think Jack Rabbit came in and we saw that he can give us play at corner, corner. on defense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe we need to bring in another young guy. Fresh legs to help us on special teams. What's going on with Contrast? Because we also mentioned that uh, there was no uh, Tavarius Moore yes. and no Samuel Womack. Yes. So I think I think these guys would be more for special teams, mm-hmm. so that we don't have to dig in our bag and get more of our depth pieces to play special teams, I uh, think as opposed to them playing corner. I, I, I just thought that it might be. If um, that we may be just trying to bring some people in just in case, you know, we go ahead and this is locked up to where we're at the three, three seed and we can't move and we're stuck there. And the 49ers are wanting to make sure that their players stay, you know, in one piece down the stretch. So I thought maybe they were just bringing in some bodies you know, that they could put out there maybe, you know, like in the last last game or two, you know, depending on what happens because um, Minnesota, you know, whatever, Indy, I can't believe that. Um, <laughs> if they go on to, I think if they said, I think they said that if they win this next game and I think that they got the two locked up, I think if I'm not mistaken, and we'll be frozen at three. Um, in the three seed or something like that. So if we're locked in the three, maybe they're trying to do that just so they can bring some bodies in so they can have our guys, you know, fresh and ready. You know what I'm saying? So they won't. How how, how will we get locked in the three? Only way we get locked in the three is if we lose, though, because we could still get the second spot and we could get the first spot if Philly lose all three games and we're hurt not being there. If we win all three, Philly lose all three, the 49ers will be in first place. Just, just putting that out there. Oh. That's a scenario. I don't see it happening. Gotcha. That's a scenario. As far oh. as no, yeah, we have a we have a better conference record than the Vikings. We're eight and two. The Vikings are six and three. Six and oh. you know what I'm saying? Okay. So we gotta right. play. That's the whole purpose gotcha. of, of that extra game. Whole purpose. Like the the, oh. the okay. Viking, the Vikings have to win out. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yeah. Oh, all right. To build up that conference. Who, do, who does Minnesota play next? That's a good question. Uh, they play. We did the New York Eagles. Giants on Christmas Eve. They could lose. Giants got then, some big time games. Then yeah, after they, that, yeah. the Giants got to win out to stay alive. Yeah. Then after that, Minnesota has the Packers in Green Bay divisional game, and then they and then they end at the Bears divisional game. Man, the, I've. Jeff Saturday, I hope he don't see another Saturday. He is this stupid self. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I was so mad. I'm not blaming Jeff Saturday, bro. I am. Oh, you guys scored 39 to 3. <laughs> no, no, no. Matt Ryan sucks, bro. 39 to 3. It's the second time Matt Ryan did this. I'm just tough. Like, second time. 
<laughs> yeah, you're part. You to be a quarterback and you be a part of the two mm. biggest comebacks in NFL history, and not on the right side of it. This whole time we was blaming uh. Kyle Shanahan when he knew Matt Ryan was about to suck. Yo, it's a it's it's. I don't think it's Kyle. I honestly, I think That's this is bad. what Kyle needed to get the monkey off of his back. <laughs> Thank you. This is, this is what Kyle needed to get the monkey off of his back because this is a this is a this is a Matt Ryan mojo thing, not a Kyle Shanahan mojo thing. Oh damn! I, I just suck at draft. I'm. Bro, I'm, I got him. I got him too. I'm, I'm going auto draft Man. next year. I don't give a, what any of y'all say. It's my league. <laughs> I'm just putting it on auto draft, and whoever they give me, bump. Yeah, mine as well because almost yeah. everybody else. Does that everybody else? Yeah, yeah, I'm calling everybody out. Sure, <laughs> Peachy ain't she ain't playing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't no, smoking folk. I'm the I'm... first pick. That bum was my sorry. That I did the was same my thing on my pick. Yep, yep, yep. Should have picked Christian McCaffrey. Should have. And what's crazy is he gave you like he gave us like 40 that first week, and I'm like, this is the most amazing thing ever. This, this right here, this right here, what Chrissy said. The defense should have been able to protect that lead. You cannot yes. give up yeah, a big 39 like yeah. in the second half. This is true, but That's the ridiculous. offense, the offense got to help him. First the of all, can't keep giving the the Colts offense cannot up, keep up, giving Minnesota up. opportunities to possess the football. I I yeah. agree with that one hundred percent. But if you're a veteran quarterback in this league, you have to figure out a way to say, "Bump it! I'm going to do it myself." That's what great quarterbacks do. There's times we watch defenses just lose it. They just can't. They have they just zero gas. They can't figure it out. Bro. They lost it. And great quarterbacks find a way to win these games. And Matt Bro. Ryan found a way to turn the ball over. Found a way to do it. Like he just found ways to lose. That's so ridiculous. At the end of the day, you're right. Like the defense got scored. Their lead, but listen, Damn. you can't give Kirk Cousins turned the ball over 95 times <laughs> and won this game. He did. He 95. Did. I, it was so bad. I texted Miss Debbie and said, Is Kirk Cousins hurt? <laughs> Is he not playing? Is there another quarterback out there? Bro, they scored more than a point a minute. That's ridiculous. Why are we? That's crazy. That's Mother crazy. Freak is effed up our number two. Yeah, I swear to goodness, I hope we played him suckers. I hope we played him so bad. There's some teams I want to play really Defoe bad. Defoe was the only one balling. Somebody asked how Defoe did. He was the only one playing hard on that daggone coach. No, he for really was. He for real was. That was bad. Man. All right, let's let's go ahead and preface this game. We've been on here for almost an hour and a half. We're gonna get out of here. Yes. Let's go ahead and preface this game we got coming up. Got the Washington Commanders. They're coming off of a loss to the New York Football Giants. Uh, they have to win to stay in. Like this isn't like yeah. they want to be in these playoffs. People were asking us about Chase Young. Uh, he's not been cleared to play yet, but mm -hmm. word on the street is he's close to coming back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he plays this game. I wouldn't play him this game. I wouldn't play him against the 49ers. Like he just uh -huh. might. He's going to be slow. He's going to be sluggish. He's not going to be mm -hmm. himself. Uh, and he's got to go up against Trent Williams or or that right yeah. side. You know, I, I just he ain't going up against Trent. He's not going up against Trent. He right. ain't going up against Trent. You're right. You're I home. don't want y'all to play him. I hope he's still a little hurt. He got some nagging things. I don't want him against McGlinchey. <laughs> um, we don't keep, this is nitty gritty Niner talk, right? Is this but still you know nitty gritty what? Niner talk? God damn it right. is. It is. But I I agree with Breezy. I don't. I don't mind him on that right side because I think 
Kittle's gonna stay in the help. That's it. He, he don't and, got and, no choice. He'll be a Kittle's gonna stay in the help. So you so should gonna stay in the up? help. Tyler Croft gonna stay in the help. So either you're gonna get double teamed by oh, some combination. You're gonna get mollied. McGlinchey and Kittle, McGlinchey and Crawl from McGlinchey and Uzcheck, or you just gonna get wiped out by by Trent Williams in your first game back? Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Save that no. for a divisional game, like the ones you gotta win. They right. got a couple left. He should. They, I mean, they should have let him play last night, which would have made mm-hmm. sense. That would have made more sense. That would have made sense. So, according to what they were saying, is that they're they're gonna open up his practice window. Correct. It did not sound to me like that he was going to try to play, especially on a short week um, travel and the whole nine yards. It did not sound to me like that they were going to put him out there this week. It's not like it might yeah. be the, the following week that they were going to put him out there because it says they were opening up his practice window. Facts. Put him out there. It works. Listen, when I talked about defenses, guys, this is going to be a defensive uh, a battle on both sides. All right. So when you look at them, they, they only give up 309 yards. Uh, per game, all right, total. Like, they're, they're, they're not giving up a lot. Uh, if you want to know what they are in the rushing game, uh, I mean, they give up, the, uh, they like kind of like mid. They like at 10 or 12 in, in rushing. You know the 49ers stand in number one, 75, 74.7, not even 75 yards a game. Uh, the commanders are giving up close to 112. feel like Christian McCaffrey gets that in his sleep, and then you factor in the Jordan Mason. It's going to be a problem. Uh, and then as far as points per game, um, again, top 10, right? So they're giving up uh, 19.7. We're at 15. So the question is, if defenses kind of like wash themselves out, I don't see them being able to score much on our defense, but can we score on their defense? That's the question. Yeah, so I think ultimately it goes down to pieces, right? Who has the better pieces on offense? Who has the playmakers on offense? And you look at uh, what the Redskins have. They got Samuel, right? Mm -hmm. And not much else. Who did oh, you they say? Got they got Curtis they Samuel. Got Curtis Samuel. Terry McLaurin. And McLaurin. I'm sorry, yeah, McLaurin. Yeah, That's I like, I like they got Dawson. They got Dawson. Yeah. And that damn Dawson. So, and, uh, what do, what do the 49ers do yeah. well? What do Logan the 49ers do well? They they eliminate stop your the best run. players. And stop they, the they first off, yep, most They stop the run. Then mm-hmm. they eliminate your best player, right? Mm-hmm. So, if Mooney's a go, if Mooney's a go, one of the two of those receivers are a wrap. They're not running the ball on us. It's right. just not Curtis, happening. Curtis Samuel will be the factor to me. That's the guy you got to figure out. I think so. Out. Right. And how, how do we contain him both in, in the slot and coming out of the backfield? Because they're going to have some of the same packages as, as we use with Debo. Oh, now, yeah. here's the only here's the only thing that's going to get them in trouble is if they try not to use Curtis Samuel like we use Debo because they feel like, Oh, we already have a formula to stop that because we mm, see people. You know what that is, yeah. Giants D- 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 um, Robinson, solid. Yeah, I mean Brown too. Yep, from North Carolina. Yeah, um, I feel like that our our linebackers can take care of him because mm-hmm. they're fast. Because he does like to run on them edges. Robinson likes to get out on the edges, but I feel like that our linebackers can can. I don't take think he even making. I don't I, think he gets. I mean. Edges. My my right. point is my point is do they have a CMC on that squad? No. Do they have a kiddo on that squad? No. Absolutely not. I, so I see I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. They don't have that game breaker on their team. I'm not we don't have like 
if we're going up against Justin Jefferson, it don't matter who's being him. You know what I mean? If we're going up against some of those elite players, they just don't have those. They, well, they don't really have good the elite players. players. They don't have those elite players that are going to just be game breakers. So I'm not really stressing the Redskins offense. They should be worried about what our elite players can do to their defense, though. Ultimately. Right. And I think that's what's going to be the difference. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to add anything to that? I, I, I felt like that was very well said. Mm-hmm. Listen, they got they got players. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. They like Terry McLaurin might be having probably his worst year career year, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also because they're able to spread the ball around and they yeah. didn't have a solid quarterback stand right. from Carson Wentz, which I hope he plays this game to Tyler Henneke. How you say his name? Taylor Heineke. Heineke, right? Like Heineken. Yeah. So Tyler Heineke, right? So you're you're going like I don't think he's that great. And I don't think he's going to be that great with a pass rush in his face. Look, he was terrible, in my opinion, against the Giants. And mm-hmm. Kayvon Thibodeau had a... Yes. She... Yeah. I, listen, I, I tried to tell people. You did. Kayvon Thibodeau <laughs> should have been the first pass rusher off the Yep. Board. Yeah, and instead it was the kid from Georgia, right? Yep, who ain't did nothing all year. I ain't... He, I don't Kay... even think it's against us. Kayvon is a problem. Yeah, he is. Oh, Thibodeau? Yes. Like I've been him. telling folks about him since he was in high school. I like I was school. when he came to Florida mm-hmm. State. Yeah, he he's like been he's been. I got a few friends who are um, Giants fans. I don't judge them in their life on their decisions, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I've been telling them like that's a great pickup. Yeah, like he's, an he's an absolute he's grown an up. He's, and honestly, yeah, I awesome. think I think he was waiting to get to the NFL level to really kind of really he's really really control open it up. Yeah, yeah, he was on cruise control in college. <laughs> for sure. Wait a minute. Did Mark Lamar really ask this question? Yeah, he did. It's Mo's nose. They tell him <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> I think I think um I think that that um I think Bosa might be able to get at least I would say that if he doesn't get three sacks, I think Bosa might have four sacks in this game. Because that O line, I mean, dude's right about that O line. I think that 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 D line might allow Bosa to eat because I know that he's trying to get that sack record. I think that that might be a, a good game for Bosa to up his sacks in that game. I like it. A great uh, game for for Bosa to do that. For me, it all comes down to will they continue to stop the run? They're going to get the probably the most physical running back that they've had. Oh, in yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I watched Brian Robinson run yesterday, and the kid oh, runs I love him. Hard. He does. Right? <laughs> They're going to get a physical guy. Yep. But Armstead's there. Ken Law won't play this game, guys, even though his practice uh, window's open. Yeah. Um, the question is... Well, he'll be back next week, I think. Is Kerry mm-hmm. Hyder going to be healthy? Mm-hmm. Like, so we got to right. factor some of that in there because they're going to look to run inside to outside. Peachy, like Peachy said, he likes to get to the outside. He likes to run inside to out. He's kind of like that old school, like like how Alva Kamara used to be. He doesn't catch yeah. the ball like that, but Alva Kamara yeah. used to truck cats inside, bounce to the outside. Uh, whereas Christian McCaffrey's outside and he can cut to the inside. Speaking mm-hmm. of Christian McCaffrey cutting, I'm going to need him to beat one man. Like he's got to figure out how to beat just the last guy on the run. Just hit the Madden button, bro. Hit the juke stick and then put the jukebox on and just he'll be gone. Like no one, it's really it's really it's one guy he has to beat. Exactly. To that touchdown. <laughs> so if McCaffrey, if you're watching, just hit the Madden juke button 
and get ghosts because you always got that one last guy. Uh, but I think this game is going to be uh, good, not easy. Uh, no game is easy. It's on Saturday. Teams play different on yeah, Saturday. Did you exactly. As we see, we're <laughs> it's weird. It it's was weird, weird, weird games. So I'm in TJ Maxx and people thought I was going crazy and it wasn't even my team. I'm like, no, these mother <laughs> didn't lose and blow this game. What's going on right now? Like they blew it. People were like, yo, the coach just blew a 33. I couldn't believe it. I cannot believe it. I was like, what is a going on here? 33 point lead. Yes. And it wasn't like the score was like, 52 to 19 or something crazy like that where it's like all right like the other team at least scored some point so they right. can find some type of rhythm or momentum off of something that they did in the first like the vikings had zero points nothing zero they did nothing right zero from, on <laughs> offense nothing right defense nothing right special teams right. they got a, a punt blocked in return for they did nothing right in the first half and to come back from that type of deficit, like it's Kirk crazy. Cousins didn't even know that that was an NFL record for largest comeback in NFL history. Dude had to take a moment, Mose. He was like, "Bro, I, I need a moment, dog, to process that." Like, because so I threw all these picks and trying to get the game another, away. Because didn't like one of his his alignment again step on his foot yet again. Oh yeah, he and fell backwards. Yes, <laughs> yes, that happened. He couldn't even get mad. He was just like, all right, man, whatever. It is what it is. That happened. Listen, guys, it's going to be a great week. Great week of shows from everybody. Everybody got their solo shows that's going to be going down. Make sure you tune to everybody's stuff. We appreciate you for waiting patiently for a Nitty Gritty Niners talk show. We, we are glad that you were here. Shout out to all the members of the channel. Shout out to all the subscribers to the channel. Shout out to everyone out there in the super chat. Uh, we truly appreciate you guys in the regular chat. Guys, we're going to get up out of here um, real quick. Uh, you don't have to give a score prediction, but do the Niners win this game? Let's just go yes or no. Peachy, no, we'll start with fair. We'll end with Peachy. Yes. Y-E-S. I didn't yes. know if he was going to spell it. I thought he was going to say, why are you even asking me this, dog? That's what I thought. That's what it kind of looked like. It was like, why, why are you <laughs> even talking to me about this? Right. Uh, right. I'm going to let Peachy close out the show. I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, the 49ers continue their win streak. Eight games. It won't be pretty, but it will be right. I'll leave it at that. Peachy, go ahead and close us out after your uh, statement on this. Okay, so um, yes, I do believe that the 49ers get a win. I think it's going to be a close win, but I do believe that the 49ers will be victorious with this. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to our show. Also, um, with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning tonight, our very own George Kittle is going to be on ESPN2 during the Monday night football game. So anyone that wants to right. do that right after nitty gritty, scoot on over there and take a listen to that. I'm sure that will be exciting since we have Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers playing tonight. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. That should be fun. But um, again, all you guys in the chat that always make it so exciting. We missed you guys. And um 
we're NFC West champions and we're all very happy about that. And we just got to keep on going. And we're in the playoffs, man. We're in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. Don't quote no Colts stuff. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Not talking about playoffs. Jim Moore wouldn't have blew that lead. All right, here we go. (laughs) Which 49ers defensive player will most likely make all pro? Uh, was it Nick Bosa, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Talanoa Hufunga? 194 votes. Who'd you guys vote for? Who would you have vote for? Nicky I have Bosa. Nick Bosa. I'm I'm going with Dre Greenlaw. I would have voted. I, I think Greenlaw is playing all pro football, leads the team in tackles, yes. is a machine I mean, out there. Fair? A defensive player of the, game, of the year, though. Right. Yeah, You. the, the question is most likely. Yeah, but he I said all pro. Yeah. yeah. But just because you make all pro doesn't year. mean you're going to get it. Like, Trent Williams is going to be all pro. He's not going to get offensive player of the year. Right. right. But it's if he was position. offensive player of the year, all pro is, is locked up. Guaranteed. So has anybody ever got player of the year and not made the all pro? Uh, no. <laughs> Never. Okay. That's, that's the that's the walking contradiction of the century. Right. I, I hope so. I'm M- sure. any any MVP anything can happen, but this time I don't know. Fact. They that's hate fact. us. Like we're that the most hated franchise in football. I ain't saying that just to be saying it. It's the truth. Right. Yeah, people need yeah, to put down this mess about Michael Parsons. That needs to go. Like all that needs to go. He's defensive player of the year. I I put I put on Twitter the other day. I'll take Nick. I'll take Nick Bosa, and I'll take Hassan Reddick from the Eagles oh my over gosh. Michael Parsons. And I'll even add another yes. name. I'll take Matthew Judon That's over him. From the Patriots, I'll take, for sure. I'll, 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 I'll take Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who's, uh, I think, leading the league in interceptions what does he play over Michael Parsons. Philly. Philly. Damn. Bro, they got a yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot. Yeah, they got a lot. That's what, that's what they, I'm talking about. Like, But they giving up 30 breaking. points, y'all. They they giving up points. It's because that, of how that, fast their offense is. Yeah, their their offense is so explosive. Okay, that other teams have to get be a lot of explosive. shots. They get a lot of right. shots. Yeah, I guess, man. Because I they honestly, they, the, I I think both offenses are so explosive. If we do end up seeing Philly, which probably won't be until the NFC Championship game, yep, I yep. think that's going to be more of a defensive battle than an offensive battle. Exactly. And I think the offense, the offense that figures out a way. To get to seven make that big plays, exactly. Yep. That's the team that's going to win the game. Talk I think it's going to be about a defensive battle over a, 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 a offensive battle. I'm in because even even last year when we saw them week two, that was a defensive battle. Next. But it took a, a it took a huge play from Debo Samuel at the end of the first half that gave us that momentum going into halftime, and then we just rolled that the rest of the game. But that was a defensive battle. I could dig it. I could dig it. Yeah. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners. We are truly, we truly appreciate you guys. We'll be back next Monday night. All right. So make sure you guys have your alarm set to all so you don't miss a Nitty Gritty Niners talk show. Again, make sure your alerts set to all on this channel. If you're not already subscribed to Moses' channel, uh, make sure you guys go ahead and do so. Fair, you got a channel out here, right? They need to subscribe yeah. to this. The, the, the yeah. Nutso podcast is out the there running. Not so bunch. Nutso Podcast. Let's go. The Nutso Bunch Podcast, guys. Make sure you check it out. Man, if you you you're just gonna get it all. 
on that particular show. You're going to get pop culture, sports, music, uh, licking and sucking. If you easily offended, don't listen. Pause. I'm going to just tell you right away. Pause. Well, I'm just letting them know they're going to get the real there, bro. They're going to get yes. the real. Listen, yes. you will see us before Christmas, but like our sister Tanya says, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas to you and your family. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, and whatever it is you choose to celebrate uh, with your families. We definitely appreciate you. Bless you all. We love you. Uh, and enjoy y'all week, man. Enjoy y'all week. <laughs> Yo, fair, I need one of them signs for Christmas, bro. Send Got it to you. me. Yeah. Now. We out, y'all. Stay up. Stay faithful. Always. I mean, always. Keep it nitty-gritty, y'all. Peace out.